Hey guys, welcome to Thrive Bites, the official podcast of Dr. Colin Zhu, aka The Chef Doc. On every episode, I talk with health and wellness experts from all over the world, such as doctors, chefs, dietitians, coaches, and many more. And I sit down with them and have casual conversations about plant-based lifestyle, how to elevate our emotional resilience, and what it really means to thrive. And I bring all of this to you. So let's get to this week's episode. Okay, guys. Well, welcome to another episode of Thrive Bites. I'm your host, Colin Zhu, and thank you for listening on. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest for you today. This is Chef Rich La Marita. Say hi to everyone, Rich. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Colin, for inviting me. Yeah, thank you for uh, coming on. Um, I am so happy that he's here. Um, it is an honor and privilege for you to be on. For those of you who do not know um, who Chef Rich is, um, he has many, many accolades. Um, he has spent uh, pretty much the last 25 years plus at the Natural Gourmet Institute, which is a world-renowned plant-based, health-supportive culinary arts program, which I'm very, very happy to say that I've graduated from. Um, and since, um, it's been... Uh, middle of 2018 has been absorbed and uh, the curriculum has been adapted um, into the Institute for Culinary Education in New York City, where he presently continues to instruct. Um, he has many years of experience of private chefing, private instruction, and he's also a teacher, practitioner, um, and student of Ayurveda and also Transcendental Meditation. But somehow we've we separated that out and somehow we kind of lost that idea that mm -hmm. that food can be so that food is is health um and i'm so glad that we're really starting to come around to, to come around to that again mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. it was a school it was a school based on this concept um and it was a very lively place to be for 25 years yeah you know just flowing with the uh, with ideas and and attracting you know, wonderful people that also believed in that in terms of teachers who, who you know, were very eloquent speakers on, on the yeah. subject and students who were just completely open to it. Yeah. From all walks of life, I remember. I mean, most of the students that would come in, um, myself included, you know, they, they've had some inkling or maybe some, you know, uh, maybe part-time career or some workings in health. You know, they were either a coach or some sort of uh, therapist or other doctors like myself. You know, they've already been ingrained in health. So it wasn't, yeah, yeah they, they've, had, they've had some interest in health before, um, you know, not all, you know, I can't speak for all, but, you know, before they, you know, matriculate into the school. So, and I agree with you, it was so lively. It was a very intimate space, um, oh. you know, two floors, three kitchens, and it was just shoulder to shoulder, and it was just the best place on earth. Right, right. It was, it was wonderful. It was a great feeling there. Yeah, and it's very true what you say because, um, you know, I've seen so – I saw so many students pass through, and the one thing that always impressed me was that all of these people had already had a kind of a developed relationship with food already. Yeah, yeah. Before they, you know, and it was kind of like our, 
our role to kind of tap into what that was and to mm-hmm. and to allow that to flow and to make that into a profession, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I mean I love it and um and so currently right now you uh you teach at uh, ICE or the Institute of Culinary Education and mm-hmm. they have uh you know since then you know Natural Gourmet has you know closed down and they you know took on um and further developed the curriculum. Correct. Correct. It's called, it's, it used to be called at, at the Natural Gourmet Institute, the Chef's Training Program. And now mm-hmm. it's called, now it's called the Health Supportive Culinary Arts Program. Mm-hmm. And pretty yeah. much it's, pretty much it's the same. It's the same thing. Um, slightly different format in terms of the hours, the hours of each class. Uh, but once you're in the classroom, it's the same thing. And the students are the same. You know, so it's a it's a wonderful thing, and right. now and now we're just constantly hearing also, you know, the the benefits outside of the classroom, and you know, and, and you know when when you, the, you know, in terms of the general knowledge of people today, of the the value of plant based diet. Yeah. So, um, you know, ha- using your wealth of experience um, and all these different things you've had, you've done private. Um, experiences you've done, um, you know, g- smaller group settings. Um, you know, what have what have you gathered and observed um, over time? You know, from people uh, in terms of like misconceptions about uh, cooking and how that relates to health. Um, you know, what were the some of the top you know common misconceptions um, that people would have? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, thinking on this, first of all. First of all, that it's, um, I guess, one of the things is that it, that it's, first of all, that it's hard to do, that it's hard to learn how to cook, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get into the details of, you know, of, uh, of specific foods and things like that. Um, but to kind of take a larger view and just say, you know, when you, you know, when you, when you incorporate more plants in your diet, um, you know, which means vegetables, fruits, beans, grains. Uh, when you incorporate uh, herbs and spices, when you incorporate more of these foods into your diet on a daily basis, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna you're gonna be a healthier person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna be a healthier person. And then you know, but then people uh, think, oh, it's so hard, and you know, I don't want to eat the same thing every day, and you know, I, I'm you know I'm just I'm sick of you know steaming broccoli you know mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the time, uh, and then you give them a little bit of knowledge in terms of culinary knowledge in terms mm-hmm. of cooking, uh, and suddenly the perspective the perspective changes, right? Uh, right. The perspective changes, and and you feel a lot more free in your kitchen. You feel a lot more confident in your kitchen. Uh, to to create to create your own meals and to and to cook for yourself, right? Because uh, it's not um it's not it's not as hard as people think, and you know you don't really need to go to culinary school to learn how to cook. It's really about just knowing basic you know ingredients, um you know knowledge for basic ingredients, basic you know kitchen utensils and tools, and just knowing your way around the kitchen, understanding a pantry, a supermarket. You know it's very um. It's not that it's not that hard, you know. Right, right, right. 
uh, what you said there is also very important is to know is to know your your you know good quality ingredients mm-hmm. to, to know to know that you know that when you go for a whole grain um it's it's going to be better than when you start going for refined grains yeah when you go f- when you go for re- for fresh foods um even local seasonal foods uh it's it's better than going for something out of a can or a box mm-hmm. yeah you know, or or a bag yeah um yeah. and you know and you even can you know when you're cooking when you're cooking for yourself and you're learning to to cook for yourself and it doesn't have to be a major production either um you know you it's not like you're doing you know a thanksgiving meal for 50 people every day um you know you're 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 just pulling together food for yourself or your family and it doesn't have to doesn't have to take uh you know all afternoon to do this um but certainly what you what's happening is that you you you're appreciating the food more mm-hmm. um cuz you appreciate uh, the work that goes into it um you appreciate the the quality of the food mm-hmm. you're you're expanding your tastes um and possibly expanding your uh you know the types of food that the types of food that you're eating what's very important is that you know what is going into your food when you're when you're yeah. predominantly cooking the food mm-hmm. um you know rather than buying everything you know already prepared for you or from a bag or a box you know or a can um cuz when you have these kind of foods they need to these kind of foods need to stay in order to stay that long of course we know they have to put a ton of sugar and salt yeah. and, chemi- and chemicals in it to keep it to keep it fresh but you know when you can pick up something from the market and bring it home and make yourself a nice meal it's a wonderful thing and it also slows you down a little bit yeah down. definitely it's you know it's a change of lifestyle in a sense when you're yeah instead of you're you know you're on the run and you're zipping past something and you grab a you know you grab a quick bite to eat at some fast food place it's different than you know stuck you know being going to your market bringing it home and doing a little bit of cooking on it and sitting down and eating it. Yeah. Yeah. And that speaks to, I love that point because, you know, I love one of my favorite, one of my favorite places in the world is literally a grocery market, a grocery store. And um, what I love about it is that it gets me to re-engage my five senses again, you know, smelling it, touching it, tasting things, you know, Mm -hmm. and I equate it and I equate that to traveling, you know, traveling, you know, as you know, it's a huge passion of mine. And yep, um, yep. again, you know, I, I get to re-engage my five senses again. Um, and it adds to your point about your background, because you spent so much time, you know, developing yourself and developing your, your, your spirituality, you're developing your own human experience. And so, you know, we need to kind of feel and to sense that. And, you know, and that applies to cooking as well. So I, I, right. love, I love that point. Hey guys, we're going to be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Um, What would you say in terms of, what is your opinion about, you know, things in season and things 
you know, buying things locally, um, decreasing like food mileage, you know, um, and, uh, you know, fresh and frozen. What, uh, do you have uh, your, your opinions with those? Yeah, I do. Um, I think it's, I think just, just like, just like when, you know, when we say that you should be plant-based, um, you know, it means plant-based. Uh, it's like a plant, have a little slant, have a direction uh, towards that or a large direction towards that. So the mm-hmm. same is true for this. Um, we generally, you know, if we kind of live, we, we live by rhythms anyway. Um, you know, when right. it's cold, when it's colder outside, I mean, this is kind of Ayurveda. Ayurveda mm-hmm. is about the mm-hmm. elements. When it's colder outside, we put coats on. We spend more time indoors. Um, we, the, you know, the nights get longer. The days get mm-hmm. shorter. Uh, mm-hmm. We maybe sleep a little bit longer. We we naturally eat a heavier diet during this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of a na- it's natural to to kind of go with the with the rhythms of nature. So nature supplies us with with the foods these kind of these kind of foods that are right during this time. You yeah. know when you walk when you walk through the farmers market, um, when you walk into your markets, you know you're seeing squashes now and. You know, and Brussels sprouts, and um, you know, and and, uh, and apples, and pears. Uh, you know, if you pick up a, you know, a little crate of strawberries or raspberries that come from halfway around the world, you know, you you might love those, but then you start tasting them and you go, whoa, this is not right. This, this is not the same thing as when I bought it in the summer. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, so it's so we have that natural slant towards that, which is good, but at the same time, you can't be a, you can't be obsessed with that. Um, you know, you, you know, if you want, you know, if the mangoes look good, you know, go for the mangoes, and uh, you know, you have to buy things like lemons. Lemons don't come from the Northeast, but I love lemons. I would, I probably have, <laughs> you know. Use lemons almost every day in something. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want uh, tomatoes, so, you know, buy, at this point, buy hothouse tomatoes or something like that. So you can't, you can't, you know, live by that creed of local, seasonal, 100%. Right, but, right, but it's, right. It's there, it's there to guide you. Yeah. You know? It's there yeah. to guide you. Okay, just like when we say, like, you can't, uh, you know, like you should favor whole foods. That makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, is olive oil a whole food? Well, no, it's not. But olive oil is so good. And is maple syrup a whole food? Well, no, it's not. But, but you know, it's, uh, it's a great food. So right. yeah, you, you, can't, you can't be 100% and have a, have a kind of a dogmatic approach to these things. But it's, good, it's a good guide. It's a good guide right. for you. Right. And, and, and it's kind of like, you know, the main infrastructure is what, you know, we, you know, we like to teach, you know, and kind of like in the kitchen, you have to kind of finesse your way, you know, because it, it is an art cooking, you know, at the basis is an art, you know, and, um, you know, if you don't have one ingredient, you have to substitute for something else. Um, mm-hmm. And you just kind of, it's almost like improv, you know, kind of like comedy improv and you just have to, you know, ebb and flow with it. But yeah, I mean, you know, the, the less mileage, the better, you know, similar to preservatives, 
to preserve, you know, uh, items um, on a shelf, it's similar where they have to spray all these t- different types of chemicals just to preserve uh, preserve them over that many mileage. So the closer right. the better. But to to your point, you're saying that, um, you know, if if you cannot, you know, you cannot, you know. So right, right. Um, one question I would love to ask you is, what is your, you know, moving forward and the direction of how um, you know, the quote unquote intersection of food and nutrition um, and food and health, even though you and I, you know, both know that it's, you know, it's been ingrained. Um, it's just re, re, reworded. Um, what is your, I guess, forward uh, view in terms of, you know, coming in the near year uh, in the future, uh, where, where our direction is going um, in terms of, uh, the intersection, quote unquote, of food and health. You know, what what do you foresee coming? That's a good question too. Um, I see this whole kind of uh, kind of movement shift towards the connection between food as medicine and food as health to just get stronger and stronger. Um, more and more people are becoming more aware of it these days. That's that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, what I see, what I where I see it expanding is. Um, into into kind of understanding, even kind of stepping back from it a little bit, uh, you know, you know, even even now over the past hour, we've talked a lot about you know about food itself, food, mm-hmm. uh, and food is it's such a huge it's such a huge topic that yeah um, that 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 you can you can get lost in it. Uh, in yeah. a good way, in a good way. But when you talk about diet, when you talk about food as medicine, I think it's a, I think it's three things that interplay with each other, and we have to also understand the inter, the interaction of all these three. And what I'm talking about is there's food itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the other that's one that's one point of a triangle. The other point of the triangle that is connected is our digestive system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The third part of that triangle is how we eat the food. Mm. If those three come into play, and I see this whole movement of food as medicine um, really expanding out to really understanding that uh, better and better. So in other Mm. words, you know, you can have the best quality food, um, but you know, if you if your digestive system is not up for it, if your digestive system is not strong, um, in Ayurveda they call them the agnis, the digestive mm. fires. If they're not mm-hmm. strong, you're not going to do. You're not going to get the maximum out of that. So so there has to be ways that we really are able to make sure our digestive system remains remains nice and strong, nice and good. A good good fires in there, good good digestive juices that are able to, you know, to really transform food into uh, into our bodily tissue, into into energy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know this, we're we're beginning to understand that with this with the whole understanding of the microbiome, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one that's one aspect. The other aspect of it is uh, also how we eat, what we call today mindful eating. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Very, very important points, um, because again, you can have a delicious, you know, beautifully cooked, um, 
high quality meal in front of you. But, you know, if, uh, if you drink a ton of water with that, uh, you're diluting your digestive juice and the, dig- mm-hmm. and the digestion is not going to work as, as good as it can be. Mm-hmm. So, so this is kind of an understanding that where, 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 where I'm coming from, that when I, when I start talking about diet and healthy diet and, you know, food is medicine and can, you know, bring it back even into, you know, Ayurvedic diet. Um, you have to talk about food itself and you have to also talk about digestive system and mm-hmm. you have to also talk about the process of how we eat. Yeah. And this, and this is just a reflection of consciousness itself. Yeah. Yeah. Because consciousness itself is we're aware. We're, we're, we're aware of all the different things in the world, you know? So there's the same triangle going on. There's all mm-hmm. the experience, there's all the experiences there's all the wonderful places, the wonderful things that are outside of ourselves that we want to experience. That's like the food. It's, it's infinite. It's vast. But who is viewing that? Who is experiencing that? That's, that's the awareness. That's our self. That's consciousness. Yeah. So you have, yeah. to also, you have to also take care of that. And then there's the connection between the two. You can't overdo it. You've got to give yourself rest. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So this connection between kind of uh, food, digestion, how we eat, the process is the same connection that we're of consciousness of being of of living, of living pretty much. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's a, a, an amazing point um, and, a, and a great reminder because it's it's the ebbs and flows. You know, we need the ebbs and flows. Um, everything is you know, um, maintaining a certain type of homeostasis, certain type of balance. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just love how you broke that up um, or how they're interconnected uh, with each other because, um, you know, we, you know, to your point uh, last time about, um, you know, the fast foods and how the society is going so fast, we're not conscious, you know, we're not aware, we're not being mindful of what we're eating how fast or how slow we're eating and, um, you know, and, and how it's even being prepared, you know, I mean, we're, we are so far gone, you know, from the hunters and gatherers and the hunting. And ever since, you know, man created fire and we developed fire, you know, it's just a billion and one ways of how we can cook and prepare meals. Right. Uh So, um, and it could either work to our benefit or it could not work to our benefit, you know, as you know, Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think pulling back and taking that kind of holistic vision of it, um, you know, is a very is 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 where I want to see this whole idea, this yeah. whole movement going, because then it puts yeah. it, it puts it into more perspective. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. It's a great reminder. Hey guys, we're gonna be taking a short break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Thrive Bites. Let's get back to the interview. Rich, uh, thank you so much. Um, I want to uh, close this out, um, and I love asking my guests about, um, you know, what makes them thrive. You know, what, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, what gets you out of the, mor- uh, you know, up 
in the morning, you know, what pushes you forward, what, you know, continues to burn, you know, that, that fire inside of you. And then from that, um, if you're able to give three tips um, that our audience members can do to either start um, or to, um, you know, improve their culinary uh, knowledge, um, you know, in the kitchen right now, you know, what would that be? Okay. Uh, what makes me thrive? I know it's an odd question, right? Because for you, you just you just embody it already. So well, I think that's I, yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate that, and I think that's kind of the key to the whole thing is that just be yourself, be in yourself. You know, when you when you when you're in yourself and you you know you're connected to what you love, um, you want to do what you love. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just you know it's the nature of life to just kind of do what you love and to and to and to increase happiness for yourself and for others. So what I do in terms of you know my my home uh teaching teaching about food teaching about cooking it goes back to that beginning of beginning of our talk you know I I love what I do. So that 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 keeps me going. That yeah. keeps the fire that keeps the fire alive. And people have said to me, they said, how could you be doing this for 25 years? <laughs> and you, you still do it with such passion, like, you, like, you, like you're brand new. So, such you know? gusto. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, in terms of three tips, okay. And, they, you know, very specific culinary tips. Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think yeah. a great great uh, idea would be uh, maybe talk about like meal prepping or batch cooking or something like that because yeah, you know yeah. I teach my I teach my patients that you know it's not really the the cooking is the most challenging it's really the preparation you know right right okay so I'm gonna give I can definitely give three tips and one tip is one tip is to if if necessary. Not a bad idea to take a culinary class, particularly, particularly, you know, seek out a teacher, you know, seek out a class, particularly that will give you some some understanding of working with a knife, of knife skills, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they are, you know, knife skills is the most popular class in any culinary school. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is that, if you don't feel comfortable with that knife in your hand and chopping things up uh, and being able to do it in a, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a, in a not speedy way, but do it in an efficient way, you're not going to feel comfortable in the kitchen. And, you know, with one simple little class, one simple knife skills class, you can be on your way. You can learn enough of the basics that you can go in and you can, Learn how to chop an onion properly. Learn how to peel and you know cut a carrot. Learn how to learn how to chop a t- potato, dice a potato. So I would say do that. Do that. Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two is number two is get into the kitchen and do some cooking for your do some cooking for yourself. You do some cooking for yourself. Cook cook your own food more than you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. However, how, however much you cook for your food for yourself, do a little bit more. Um, that's the second thing. The third thing is, you know, don't be afraid to to go in there and make mistakes. You know, open up your refrigerator, 
And if you see some, you know, if you see some some uh, some vegetables that are there, think about putting them together into a little stew. So you know, soak buy buy some beans, soak the beans, cook them, see how they come out. If you make a mm-hmm. mistake, you make a mistake. So right, uh, right. You know, um, and pretty soon you'll feel a lot more confident in the kitchen, and you'll be making meals for yourself that are delicious. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. This is, uh, this has been a, you know, (laughs) well-rounded discussion on, you know, food, uh, where you came from and everything we love about, you know, being in the kitchen and cooking and, you know, and, and also how it applies to our health. So, um, Chef Rich, my dear friend, thank you so much, um, for being on the show. Um, if people want to learn more about you, um, where can they go or how do they reach out to you? Believe it or not, I don't have a website. Uh, I have an email, I guess, um, which is just rlamarita at gmail.com, and I welcome any um, questions, connections. I'm, I'm on Facebook. Yeah, you're also, very active on Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook, and also you know, through the school. Yeah, through the school, through Institute of Culinary Education, there they could see, they could see the classes that I'm teaching yeah. and other classes that are there. Right now, in terms of my culinary career, you know, I'm doing, I'm happy where I'm teaching. I've got private clients. It's not like I'm out there hustling for business, you know, <laughs> in the in the sense of you know, like catering jobs and all that type of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand. I understand. I think it's yeah. more about in, informative, you know, just learning about, you know, um, you know, you. And then I think the, the school is a great direction, you know, for those in the audience members, especially in the tri-state area, if you are interested in learning more about uh, plant-based cooking or maybe even seeking a career in the culinary arts, uh, especially with more health-supportive plant-based, you know, we need more um, individuals, um, you know, so I would definitely check that out and I'll put that into the show notes. Fantastic. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Chef Thank Rich. you. Thank you so much. It was a wonderful interview. Um, <laughs> I, I really felt like we just flowed and talked like, yeah, the time just, the time just flew by. I know. I know. It warms my heart, you know, speaking, you know, with you and, I hope to see you soon um, as well. I'm uh, I'm uh, saddened that you know we are a, a whole country <laughs> coast to coast apart, but um, but yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll see each other soon, um, guys. This has been a uh, this has been another episode of Thrive Bites. Uh, thank you so much for listening on, um, and please check us uh, weekly for the next episode. Thank you so much, Chef Rich, and um, you know thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Colin. Thank you so much. Hey guys, that was another episode of Thrive Bites. If you like that episode, please subscribe and follow weekly for new episodes. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Hey guys, if you enjoyed this, don't forget to check back to our part one.